Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so we've talked a lot over the months and uh, about NIL, and every day there's something new happening in college sports. Our state of Florida is still trying to figure out about high school NIL. Um, it's not easy. For a variety of reasons, our next guest has been a guest with us before. It's back to talk about it. He's followed this and, and the latest. John Santucci covers, uh, among many things, high school sports for the USA Today Network and um, is kind to try to give us a little bit of an idea of what's happening on the NAL front. John, welcome back. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you? Um, okay, so uh, give me an idea. First, on the FHSAA board, this is uh, a new board. Governor DeSantis decided that they were going to change things up. Um, they've had a lot of interesting items that they have had to address. Um, the overall view, your thoughts on just the board in their first few meetings and the reaction to uh, how this board has handled a few things. Yeah, look, I don't know any of them personally. Let me just jump out there and say that. I'm yeah. I'm. I don't understand the board personally. I, I feel like they spend they spend quite a bit of time arguing minutia sometimes, and then and then they do things that are very contradictory. And and you know the one I'll point out yesterday they approved a program to make uh, two rural divisions basically for the postseason. So there's going to be an A bracket and a B bracket. So if you're the 17th best team in in the rural division next year, you could end up with a trophy at the end of the year. Um, but, and the argument is that, look, the idea that splitting up teams based on enrollment doesn't make sense. But then two months ago, they split up Metro, they got rid of the Metro and suburban classes because they said that it should only be by enrollment. That was just two months ago. And now they changed it up again. So, um, you know, they say things like, you know, we're going to do this big open division proposal and they still haven't voted on it. But part of the split of Metro Suburban, or getting back to not having Metro Suburban, was about the open division. So, to me, it's contradictory messages. Um, I think NIL is something that they're they've been a little slow on. You know, there's over 30 states that already have it. I understand that Florida's issue is open transfers and open enrollment, um, making it more difficult to kind of navigate this. But um, Again, this is my own take, right? I, I'm listening to the board meetings, and they talk about Georgia and Texas and other states having success, and I'm just wondering, at what point are we leading the way in anything? You know, are, are Georgia board meetings going, you know what, in Florida, they're doing this, and it's really working, and it's really cutting edge, and they have a lot of foresight on this. It just feels like we're constantly following everybody else and not really setting our own pace. And um, That's my own, again, that's my own personal uh, gripe, but I, I just like to see us be a little more forward thinking and, and a little more aggressive and just trying to follow everybody else. So, John, my first question kind of leads into the NIL talk. It's like you, I, I don't know anybody on the board. I read what you write, others write, and I'm aware of individuals on the board. When it comes to NIL, my view from a distance is that they just learned about this. 
Like, there's this thing called name, image, and likeness, and right. what do we think about it when we've got people on the board going, I don't know anybody that wants this, and then some of the questions, I just felt like, wait a minute, are you that behind on this? That's the feeling I got as I read your piece and others. I'm like, I don't think they even know what this is. I think they know what it is. I think they kind of, I think a couple years ago when everything came out, they kind of stuck their head in the sand and said, it's just never going to happen. Um, but the reality is that California and Texas and other states were very quick to say, you know, California from the jump was like, you know, we haven't, we've never said you couldn't. We just kind of said that that would kill your amateur status. And now we're going to say that it doesn't anymore. And, and it was that simple. Um, and so I felt like the board kind of hoped, and I've seen this with a lot of things. It, I think the idea is, look, let's just keep kicking the can down the road, and, and at the next meeting we'll kick it again, and, and it won't, you know, we'll just not deal with it. And now it's become a place where they're all going, look, NIL's here, Georgia has it, we're in the minority of states that haven't approved it. Um, you know, how do we do this and do it well? Uh, and And basically, I think, you know, they're at this precipice where, they're all aware that it's going to happen. If they don't do it, the, the state legislature is going to act on their behalf, and that's never going to be a good thing is being told where to go with you know somebody else's map. So I think now the FHSA board's going, okay, look, we have to get very serious about this. Um, and I think it's all about, you know, I, I understand people who aren't a fan of NIL for high school kids. My, my argument there is so they can work at McDonald's, but they can't be a brand ambassador for Nike like I don't understand the difference there, but they have to figure out a way to to truly protect the integrity of sport and not allow teams to flat out buy a state championship. I think that's where the crux of it right now is for them. But they can never police that. You know that. But but I, I want to get back to the point you raised. Some may not understand this. Explain why open enrollment in Florida makes us different than most states and why it makes it even more challenging to yeah. get probably a unified NIL deal. Yeah, you know, the great Larry Bluestein and I were talking yesterday. He said, you know, I think his number was there's over 102 or 112 transfers just in Broward and Dade County since December 1st, only football players. Um, you know, we, we have these because you can go wherever and, you know, you can just say, hey, we're going to put together a super team and, and we're going to go to this school and we're all going to go to that school or or whatever it is, and kids transfer so often, I, I, I think, you know, you'd find that the majority of high school football players who are really good, I'm guessing more than half of them have played for at least two schools in their high school career. It just kind of happens. You feel like, oh, well, I'm not going to win here. I'm not going to be seen here, so i got to go to school X. And those conversations happen daily. So the fact that we already have rampant transfers – um, if you combine that with, you know, now you can legitimately put money on the table, um, or, or you'll be able to, I think probably by the end of, of June, I, my guess is something will be in place or July 1st. Um, so what's to stop a business owner who's not technically a booster, who's not technically affiliated with the, the school to say, you know what, I'm going to have this quiet conversation with this assistant coach or this coach, and you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm willing to spend 90k over 30 kids. So I'll give each of them three grand. They put out one text a year, and they can, but they all just have to go to this school. And I think that's 
the biggest problem that they're going to have going forward. But again, the open enrollment makes that possible. John, other I states don't have that. Yeah. Um, I have no idea, and I don't think they care, uh, meaning the member schools or whatever's left for the NCAA, about how whatever policy would be in place, how it's policed. There's simply not enough resources to do it. We talk every year about the struggles that athletic departments and counties have just to put teams in the field. How does anybody think that they'll police any of this? I, there's not a plan to do that. And if you yes. read the proposal that, that the FHSA uh, staff put out uh, last Friday, they don't have a plan. They, they say things like, you know, if you're, if you violate, you know, that you can only do certain things and you can't, if you violate it, I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. But the, the first, if you violate it once, you get a formal warning from the FHSA. I'm sorry, there's zero kids in the state that are worried about that. Oh my gosh, FHSA is going to be a, a formal warning. Um, it, you know, it's, it's just not, it's not strong enough. But number two, there's literally no oversight. There's nothing in the proposal that says that if I'm going to become a brand ambassador for Under Armour, let's just use that as an example, free plug for them. Um, I'm going to make 40 grand a year and I have to do this. I don't have to tell the FHSAA about that deal. There's nothing in that proposal that says you need to file your contract with the FHSAA so that we know what's going on or even pretend policing. So what's to stop that business owner who wants to do some shady stuff and give 30 kids the exact same deal? The FHSAA isn't going to know about it because they don't have to file anything with the state. There, There's no effort in the proposal right now to police it. I don't know if they have the money to police it. I mean, you, it sounds like, especially in Florida, you could probably have one person that that's their full-time job. Um, so the short answer is no, there's no way to police it based on the current proposal at all. I thought when I was growing up and I played on great summer baseball teams, I'm going back to the 80s, I was upset because half my team played at uh, private and Catholic schools. And I thought, man, if we ever played at my public school, we won four state championships. Today, those guys would have made money like there's no tomorrow and different right. things to worry about. It's, um, it's, a, uh, uh, it's a fascinating story that, again, we talk about in college sports, but the NIL in high school in our state, it, it, it makes my head spin because, again, I just wonder the people that are supposed to be in charge and the policy they're trying to push, I, 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 I wonder, and you cover this, do they read what they're putting out? Because it just doesn't make any sense, and it's hard. we got a governing body that I'm not quite sure has its hands around uh, the, the real challenge in high school sports you know just my no, thought you know i read it um i read it actually with a couple other people because i said look i just want to make sure i'm reading this right uh, yeah. you know and so we looked at it together and we got done and i said you know to me this reads like a, a field trip release form i'd sign for my kid <laughs> you know hey look please don't sue us if he breaks his arm but everything else you know like just say just say we have something that you signed and and to me it just it's not gonna stop look we've already got teams that are doing everything they can to buy a state championship they're bringing in 20 kids a year whatever it is this is only going to make it worse if if the current proposal goes through i will say this i thought that the points that the board made up and it was just discussion yesterday they didn't vote on anything i thought the points they brought up were actually good you know one of the board members was like can we at least have them show us what they bring to the table to earn an NIL offer? Now, that's a slippery slope, but 
I think it's valid in in a, in, a, in a way. I think the sentiment behind it's right. If you're Jeremiah Smith, who was at Chalmnod last year, the wide receiver went to Ohio State. He's the best high school football player I think I've ever seen. So if you're going to give him money to be your brand ambassador, that makes sense. If you got a, a volleyball player who's got 400,000 followers on Instagram, she brings something to the table. If you've got a kid who's a backup middle linebacker who could be pretty good and he's got 200 followers on social media, but he's getting two grand from somebody to put out a post, I don't know why why they picked him. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, John is on uh, uh, Twitter or X at John. That's J O N Santucci S A N T U C C I, uh, part of the USA Today Network, among many things covering high school sports. John, good catching up. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.